0: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the premiere episode of the small talk. Po- small talk. I can speak, guys. Small talk podcast with Anandi and myself. Yours truly. Uh, this is a monthly podcast show, uh, local news, local businesses. And uh, again, I want to say thank you to Anandi for coming aboard as a co-host. And we're looking forward to our first very uh, first guest tonight, guys. And her name is Daniel Jaworski. And we're just going to bring her on in one moment. I have so many graphics on here, guys. So just bear with us. And uh, I hope everybody's having a great Saturday. And, yeah. Uh, and it's hard. It's hard. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say hello, everybody.
1: Welcome. Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting to be uh, here today for the premiere episode. Uh, thank you for for doing the the technical stuff. Look at me. Look, Ma, no hands. Where's Chris's hands? He's doing all the the, 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 doot, 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 doot. That's that's Chris. So thanks for looking after the technical aspects today as well as co-hosting, Chris. Awesome.
0: Thank you. I'm still learning. I still make my mistakes. But you know what? The only way you learn is by doing things hands-on. And I think that's the best way of training is hands-on. Mm-hmm. So anyways, again, thank you for coming on here as my co-host and uh, I look forward to our guest today, uh, Danielle Jaworski. Uh, Did you want to introduce her uh, and Andy?
1: Of course, yes. So I have the pleasure. I've met Danielle before. Danielle Jaworski is a mindset coach and visibility consultant for women 40 plus. As well uh, in the past, uh, we know her from Rogers TV. Chris, myself, yeah. and Danielle uh, all have some sort of connection to Rogers TV, TV community TV station. And she was the host of C uh, Suite in studio in the Guelph area and longtime volunteer as well. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> You're most welcome and thank
2: you Chris and Anandi for this opportunity and not just the opportunity to connect and have some small talk with you but this is your first episode of this new podcast together. Congratulations. Congratulations on making it happen and stepping up and and being visible that way.
0: Oh thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much as well. And uh, like I said, there's still a few things I need to uh, work on and improve, but uh, I really enjoyed doing the the, the podcasting show and now creating a new one with an Andy as well. And I think we'll be very successful on here.
2: Yes. Yes, you will. You will. Absolutely. Like that. Like you were both saying, it's all about learning. You're going to learn every single time. And within no time, the two of you are going to have this really good back and forth and tempo and just, it's going to flow. It's going to flow. So. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing your next episode.
1: Yeah, I love that word, Danielle. That has been my mantra, I think, since the new year. And not because of a New Year's resolution or anything. I probably was just reading something. And that is for this year, for 2023. That's my mantra. It's flow. Let's go with it. And let's see. I mean, use your noodle. But go with it and see where the flow goes. Absolutely, because why
2: it can be hard, and lost lot so of, so often we make things so much harder for ourselves. When really sometimes we just kind of give up, we let the resistance go, and we just kind of run with with the water instead of trying to paddle upstream. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. much; it's easier. It's more fun, and that's when you almost notice. For me, when you're in the flow, it also means for me I'm doing something that's really aligned. I'm yeah. doing an activity that I feel really good about. That's aligned with whatever purpose goal and working towards but when it goes so smooth and flow and it's effortless and takes next to no energy that's the flow and i know okay this this is all good it feels good and it is good
1: nice nice words of wisdom so danielle i i I can i can start this this the small talk off because you know we just start with small talk and we'll see what big ideas out or small ideas will go with the yeah. flow so danielle tell us a little more we know a little bit about you but those who are watching and listening thanks for, for joining us uh they i want them to know more about you so tell us about yourself um yeah just just start where do you want to start tell us about yourself oh my gosh Well, just
2: really like chris said at the very beginning of the introduction so i am a visibility coach and really i am super passionate about elevating the presence and voices of other women entrepreneurs specifically us women who are over the age of 40. I stepped into the business world the first time from the corporate world at 40 lots of learnings like Chris said we're always learning Um, some not being very successful uh, in that business so I ended up returning to the corporate world after my first business uh, for about two, uh, I did that about, for about two and a half years. And that return had a lot of guilt, a lot of shame associated with it. And mm. it was really the reason I had to return was I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. When I stepped out of the corporate ladder, it was, decision, it was a decision at 40. I wasn't prepared for what it is that I wanted to do. I wasn't prepared for everything that it took to run a business the first time. And I really was not very confident in who I was and being able to put myself out there and to be visible as a business owner, to not be afraid to voice my opinion, to not be afraid to show my face, uh especially on camera. But that when I had to return to corporate, it was always with this idea that I would return again. I'd become an entrepreneur again. I just need to figure out what it is I was passionate about. I needed to transform my mindset around my comfort level being visible. And that's really where the C-suite came from. And that's really what led to where I am today, focusing on visibility specifically for women entrepreneurs 40 plus.
1: And why, why, why is visibility important for for let's say that age demographic and that gender? What, what are the challenges of that demographic and visibility?
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so for me, I could speak from experience and the clients that I work with. Like when I do market research around visibility, um, it becomes there's always those two big factors that hold women back that I hear time and time again. The first is appearance. They're, they are afraid of how they look, how they sound, uh, putting things together. I just did a post before this live about I went into my closet and thought, "What am I going to wear?" Hmm. And it was this, this worry about, "Oh, am I not going to look good?" Or is it, it? So I deal with that as well, and I talk about hashtag visibility truths because there are so many things about becoming more visible, that we that hold ourselves back. And it's this internal dialogue we have with ourselves, especially as we, we're getting older. Um, we've seen lots in the news over the last year, especially with women who are older, showing mm-hmm. up being themselves, getting a lot of criticism for it. And so that is part of that appearance piece that a lot of women feel that's holding them back from putting themselves out there. They're afraid of how they look. It's not good enough. There's this perception of what we should look like at a certain age or online. And when we don't see ourselves matching that image, it becomes that, well, I'm not good enough or I have to change something first before I can show up. The other big piece that I deal with a lot with my clients and I hear a lot about when I talk with women is the confidence piece. I'm lacking confidence. So I need to learn how to do something. I need to another skill set. I need a different marketing strategy. And for me it's not confidence we're focusing on the wrong thing and because confidence is an output of the beliefs that we have around why we need to put ourselves out there beliefs in who we are and even sometimes other people's beliefs in ourselves and Mm -hmm. their belief in us and when we when there's a belief it allows us to take courageous action and it's the actions that allow us to create knowledge we now get experience and that's where the the, uh, confidence comes from
1: okay right right
0: it's about being authentic chris i'll let you jump in now
1: you must have a question
0: i was gonna say danielle uh i I, my story is a little different from yours but i was sort of in the corporate world for my old profession and security and to be honest i uh the last seven months uh i've been a lot happier and uh I, I think I've done more learning and doing new challenges and new opportunities in the last couple years than I did for about 24 years. And uh, it can be scary. Change can be scary, no matter if you're a male or a female, and especially being older. Uh, I know what it's like to be complacent and, and comfortable. And I've been stepping out of my uh, comfort zone a lot in the last couple years. And uh, I, I just love the opportunities. And I'm learning new things that I never thought I would learn before as well.
2: Absolutely. It's because you're stepping outside that, like you said, the known the comfort zone, when you do that, it's scary. And the unknown is scary, because it's unknown, you can't necessarily predict it, you don't have a lot of experience to draw upon. And that in itself holds a lot of people back from making those bigger, bolder changes, especially like what we've done later in life, your midlife plus, we're making these big, bold changes around our careers and following a passion towards what it is that we want to do. That's
0: very different from what we used to do. And one thing thing I was gonna say too, uh, and Andy, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off No, no, you go, go, go. It's small talk. You (laughs) jump in, jump out. It is small talk, do it, man. Definitely. Uh, One thing, too, in any career, not just doing media like I'm trying to do, is rejection is going to be a part of it. And you just have to not let it keep you down and and just see what, find out what you can improve on. Continue to learn and keep yourself motivated and and continue to have a strong passion. I find if you lose your passion, then maybe it's time to move on to something else.
2: Mm Yeah, and that's good. It's interesting that you you use the word passion because that's, Ananda, you were talking about your word for 2023, which is flow. Mine for 2023 is passion. And I nice. really, because for me, it's, it's, that, it's not just how do I want to feel. It's I want that passion to drive the conversations I have, the opportunities that I pursue and the work that I do. I really want to feel that so that when I show up to have a conversation like this with the two of you, I'm really passionate about having the conversation, the topic we're going to talk about, passionate about spending the time with, with people. Like I, we get to spend half an hour together on a Saturday evening. This is fun. Like I'm so, this is what's driving me. That's for me, if I can feel passionate about something, I know I'm going to show up feeling more like my best self. It's going to be authentic. Like we, you know, that was mentioned earlier. And it's gonna be a lot more fun at the end of the day.
1: Absolutely. Oh, and that fashion shows, Danielle, we, we can see it. I, I think all of us here have that love of communication. Well, each of us have our own little our own little thing, right? Like Chris is really uh, looking to get into radio and broadcasting. And for you, it's about visibility and mindset. And for me, it's it's storytelling. And I think we use similar platforms, but it's with our own little touch, our own little unique touch that comes with it, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And I love like when
2: you said storytelling, because that is so powerful, that ability to tell stories and because one, it makes it's you have to be vulnerable in order to be able to do that. So you have mm-hmm. to have a certain level of belief in yourself and confidence, or even that comfort level, or that knowing that if I share my story, as difficult as it may be, if if it can help someone else overcome a challenge, then it's worth it to put yourself out there to become visible because then someone else isn't going to, to suffer or they're going to at least feel that
0: oh, I'm not alone. And so
2: often we feel, especially in this very connected world, we still feel really alone in our in our challenges.
0: Absolutely. Um, and, and Andy, uh, what we're going to do with questions, that? Um, you asked the first one, I'll ask the next one, and then we'll just rotate. So this one, I wanted to ask you, uh, Daniela, as well. Uh, what was it like going from the corporate world to being an entrepreneur and a, a mindset coach and a visibility consultant for women 40 plus? And did you have a mentor or mentors when you first started your ch- career change? Oh my gosh. So
2: I'll answer kind of almost in two parts. So the first time I stepped out uh, from corporate into the entrepreneurial world is very, very different. The experience is very different from stepping out the second time. The major difference between the two was I had a lot more knowledge that I, the second time I had more knowledge of things that did not go well the first time. And I committed to myself to not making those same mistakes again. So I put in place different elements and different steps and I, 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 had to put myself out there in different ways, because I did not want to achieve the same results. So when I stepped out the first time, no plan, it was just 40th birthday, I'm done, this is no longer a path for me. I just didn't have that awareness of what else was out there. And I was trying to do this personal growth, exploration and discovery, at the same time as trying to grow a business. So there was so much learning going on. And that that in itself was causing a lot of visibility challenges. Stepping out the second time, learning. Again, I, during that that those two and a half, few years I was back in corporate, that's when I started hosting the C-suite. I had to get over my fear of being in front of the camera in order to host a TV show. And it was the belief in the impact that I could create. It was the belief in really wanting to provide other women entrepreneurs with a platform so that they could be seen and heard so that they could be found and hired so that they were not, they did not face the same result in their business that I did, which was having to close up and, and return to the corporate world that those, those beliefs really helped to drive and get past the fear of showing up and being visible. So the second time when I stepped out, it was okay. So what didn't work? Visibility was a, a one, uh, very specific coaching was a second. And the third was really surrounding myself with a, a strong network of people that I know, liked and trusted who really helped me make that transition. The second time, a lot easier, we're going to use the word flow again. It really helped me be- become much more comfortable growing a business again successfully the second time when the first time it wasn't as successful.
0: Can I add something too also um, when yeah. you're in a, when you're in a new career as well, and and Andy, this goes for you too, as well, you want to continue to uh, grow in that development and not shrink or hide from the, the moments. And that's going to lead to my uh, next question. I'm going to let and An- 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 Andy, uh, I'm still working on that, by the way. No, you uh, know it, Chris. It, I think it's because the <laughs> camera's rolling. You're doing that. You know, when it's normal times, you
1: know my name, so it's yes. all good. And I yes. just wanted to before before I go into the next question, Danielle. Uh, two things I, I just want to just want to highlight when we talked about age 40, and that that's part of your story that this was a milestone for you when it's 40, and to share my own experience. Now I'm still at the corporate r- world. 20 a a couple decades in at least two decades in but I found at age 40 for me I just thought awesome and I used the word a four-letter word that I won't use on air but I don't give a um, you know a bird's turd anymore what anybody else thinks of me (laughs) you know it was a very liberating age for me in fact where I guess maybe I thought Um, well, whatever expectations my parents had for me, well, I hadn't met them at age 40. So yeah, they can give up on that. And that's that's something I just made up in my mind. They probably were happy where where I was at. But I felt, you know, the weight of society's expectations just sort of went away at age 40. And that's when I started volunteering with Rogers TV and looking into broadcasting, you know, as a hobby. So 40, interesting for you that it was sort of a, a milestone year for you. And it was a milestone year for me as well. Interesting, and yeah. I find a lot of yeah.
2: a lot of clients I work with as well. It's 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 interesting. There is definitely something about that age. I don't know if it's because we have this mindset around forty being over the hill or what it is, but all my clients when I started my business the second time, they were all women over forty, just naturally attracted and again flowed flowed to me. And I found it's it's almost this age where you look at it and say, okay, well, I've been in my career for fifteen plus years. And then you, you've gotten to a certain point, you've climbed to a certain point, or even if you've been in business since your 20s, you've gotten to a certain point, and it almost becomes this very reflective age, I find, and when I, the women I work with, it becomes an age, you start asking yourself, what else can I do? Is this truly what I want to do? What else, or there's almost a sense of more. What else can I do that's something more that may be a little bit different, that if we don't pursue it now, there's this almost this feeling of a sense of time, like, well, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Or if I don't start now, then I'm going to be even older. Mm. It's definitely this this, this age, this tick and I'm TikTok. Yeah, yeah.
1: TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That clock is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The bio... not biological, but yeah, just just the sands of time, right? They're moving through the hourglass. And the other thing that I wanted to sort of highlight was you talked about the people that you surrounded yourself with, and I was listening to a speaker, uh, Darren LaCroix. He's he's with State Tribe University, and he talked about who are the five people that you spend the most time with, because we're like sponges. So we absorb not only their knowledge, but we absorb their, their energy. And if people are are, are uh, whatever I don't mean people are human right they go through their stuff but if someone is going through a negative time, you're still friends with them but you have to be kind of mindful that you do surround yourself with with positive people and people that believe in you as well that is that's so yes. important yeah absolutely being, being, mind, being yes. very mindful of the people you surround yourself with and who do you spend time with them. Absolutely
2: yeah I'm very intentional and something I talk about uh, in my work is your team of believers surrounding yourself with that team of believers, because enough people are going to knock you down, there's going to be the naysayers, or even as you start to become bigger in your career or your business, not everyone's going to be happy for you. And it becomes like, yeah, you want to surround yourself with people who support you, but also people who get big dream thinking, big bold change, because big change, especially midlife plus, that's it can be a lot more risky. So I've something I've had to do is not just surround myself with that team of believers, but also big thinkers, big dreamers, and also people who are taking those big
1: actions towards their big goals and their dreams, too okay i'm I'm gonna steal that danielle i love it team of believers that that's yes. that's, that's, that's in my lexicon now all right <laughs> so the next, next question that we had we, we we did a little research on you danielle and there's something that you do and can you explain it to us can you explain stop hiding and playing small oh absolutely and this is something i talk about
2: for myself it comes really for myself where i look at hiding and playing small and i see it when i work with my, my clients because we're hiding we're hiding either behind a post versus getting in front of the camera and it's this this mindset and then our actions that come out of the mindset where for me it became especially when i started my business the first time it was well i can't i can't say something i can't voice my own opinions my own opinions. so i would hide behind doing posts of other people's memes i would hide behind someone else's words instead of being open and trying to use my own voice. Um, I would hide behind posts versus getting in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. If that was that next step where it's bigger, it's bolder, you're sharing more of yourself, more vulnerable. I didn't wanna do that. And even in my career, when I think back, I'm like, oh, there are definitely ways that I was hiding because I was hiding behind this belief that I, in order to pr- pr- um, uh, like uh, apply to a promotion, I needed to have a 90% of the requirements of the job posting before I could even think about applying. Or if it was an illogical, what I would think was an illogical career path, I can't do that because that's not that next logical step. So I would hide behind these different mindsets that was actually limiting my growth, my develop, my movement forward. And at the end of the day, my ability to, like I'm impact driven, i realize that now, and I was really by hiding, I was behind other people's words, behind posts and not the camera. I was limiting my my ability to create the impact that I want to have. So when we're hiding and playing small, it's just it's doing those, those small little things. We're staying in our comfort zone. We are afraid to put our hands up, or as entrepreneurs, sometimes stick our heads above the sand to be seen. Because then you get seen, even though as business owners, we need to be seen and heard in order to be found and hired so that we can do what we love to do, being seen and hurt that it takes a lot of courage. Because when you are seen, you're seen. And then that opens yourself up, up to being judged by others.
1: Yeah, can and I was thinking, can you give us an example of when you stopped hiding? I'm sure there are many times you stopped hiding, but give us one example of when you stopped hiding.
2: Absolutely. So the first time for me, like the biggest one would be when I, I created and then sent in. So one was was the creation of this idea that I had about the C-suite. And then I submitted that to Rogers TV because for me, that was that was big. I was putting myself out there. There was this idea that I had this passion to have this show, this platform for women to connect women's career and business challenges to the solutions provided by women entrepreneurs. Just taking this idea, making it visible on paper, and then sharing that with someone else. That was huge for me because my background is not medium broadcasting. I have a manufacturing background. My first job was in a microbiology lab. I have a microbiology degree. This doesn't make any sense that -hmm. I would want to do this. So just sharing that idea with someone was a huge step for me. And then when I got the phone call, the email to say, yeah, we're going to do the show, it became, well, how do I now get on camera when I have a massive fear around camera Mm -hmm. So I have to put myself out there. So the camera was a big, so I went from literally hiding to being, hiding from a camera to being in front of one. Um, so that was a huge, that was a big step um, between that two. So definitely oh. couldn't be hiding when you're right in front of a TV camera.
1: <laughs> yeah, my, my heart's going thump, thump, thump as, as you know you talked about putting that application together and sending it and I can just imagine. And yeah, you have to take those chances, stop hiding and, and see where it leads, right? Awesome. Chris, yeah. you have any thoughts yeah. on that?
0: Yeah, I have a story too, guys. Uh, obviously, you guys know I'm 50 years old, but uh, my mom was telling me when I was uh, the first four years of my life, I was would, I wouldn't talk, I was shy, and uh, to be honest, I, I've always had a passion for broadcasting and sports, but I don't think I was ready for it back in the 90s. It's only been maybe the last 10 years where I started developing uh, a more of an outgoing personality, and 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 being not afraid to take risks anymore. And my old profession, to its credit, I think kind of helped prepare me for a new career because I had to deal with different types of people, medicals, investigations, talking to people and stuff like that. And uh, I know what it's like to play hide- to hiding and playing small. And uh, I've come, I think I've come a long ways in the, even the last uh, 10 years as well. And, and a lot of the stuff you mentioned, Danielle, can apply to not just myself, but a lot of people as well. And I just chose that I wanted to do something that I had a passion for. And I love, I, I love being on camera and I love doing the cameras uh, for Rogers TV and the university of Guelph as well. And I, as you guys can see, I obviously love to talk as well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that pa- your passion shows through. Definitely. Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure. Awesome. I I think you're you're. I'm I'm looking at the. Oh, we we got time. We got time for more questions. Chris, you're up. I think. What's next?
0: Yes, I'm on the hot seat right here. You're the hot seat now. Yeah. This last question. This next question. I think he answered some of it as well. But um, I'm going to rephrase it. Uh, I should have wrote. I should have typed it up differently. But I was going to ask you, Daniela. Overall what was your experience like with Rogers TV and how much have they uh, kind of uh, given you a little bit of an impact on your career as well mm-hmm.
2: I can answer that really easily Chris in a sense but I would not be here doing what I am today I wouldn't be having this conversation with the two of you if it wasn't for that experience if it wasn't for them saying yes um I did my pitch training through Rogers TV uh, attending that and it was because of the person who was leading that training I got the courage to talk to him afterwards and said, I've got this idea, I don't know about it. He said, when you send it in, let me know so that he can take a a look at it and um, hopefully potentially move it forward. So again, I would not be here. I am absolutely grateful to, to Rogers TV for that experience, for saying yes, for taking a chance on me, someone who had no idea what they were doing, and we were able to do the C-suite for, for three full seasons. And for me, again, it's, it's not just what I'm grateful for for me where I am. It's the fact that they allowed this platform for women's voices to be heard. They were very supportive of, of women in the show. The show was all about women. And so very grateful for that, for providing that platform for other women to be seen and heard as well.
0: And I'd like to ask my co-host and Andy as well, how much of an impact has Rogers TV uh, been on your life as well and career? Oh, absolutely huge. And for me, it would be a second
1: career because my first career, I'm I'm, I'm like you, um, Danielle, I come from a STEM background. My, my background is mathematics and accounting. And there's these expectations that, you know, you got to be straight laced and accountants have to behave in a certain way. And I'm like, nah. I, I'm still going to do what I'm I'm going to do, right? And so Rogers has given me technical training, camera, um, you know, doing things live, doing things scripted, um, meeting all sorts of people, making connections, like I did a telethon. Oh, and I was going to say too, Danielle, um, like, I think I met you first in person, or I might have met you at volunteer stuff, but we spent an evening together at KW Octoberfest, Woman of the Year one year. And yeah, I remember that we were at the Rogers table together and I got to know you and Carla and a bunch of others, uh, you know, a bit better because when we with the volunteers, when you're part of the technical crew, you get to meet more people because you're on different shoots. But when you're when you're the host of a show, you don't really get to meet the other hosts. Right. So I got I got to meet you, which was was so cool. and, And some other hosts as well. And that night in particular, I had I was speaking to Adele Newton, and I had known Adele. I'd met Adele way back when when she worked at the Beat, and she remembered me. I I think I'd brought like Jamaican patties to the to the to the radio station, so she remembered me as the Jamaican Patty Lady, not as an Andy. But she, anyway, it, that was my name, and I could live with it. I was the Jamaican Patty Lady, and so I said hi to her. She remembered me, and then she reta- uh, then she introduced me to Julie Adams who Julie Adam, who was vice president or president for Rogers uh, Radio, I think. And, um, Julie was was very generous in her time saying yeah if you ever want to talk about um doing uh, careers in broadcasting just call my call my secretary and i made the trip down to to toronto i had a day yeah. off and and i met with julie and it, it you know just they were rogers is just so generous with their time the people that are there and making the people around them better for for broadcasting cuz they're passionate about broadcasting they're bro- they're passionate right. about storytellings so it gave me a lot of confidence and more opportunities. And then, of course, doing on-air, doing on-site. Um, yeah, it's things, it's all of it's volunteer for me. So I I, I kind of, I hesitate to call it a career because very few of, very few of any of this, this is paid but I it's I, I've said this very recently that currency is not just money. Currency is experience and currency Learning. is fun and currency yes. is making connections. So uh yeah, yeah, Rogers has been a huge part of my my creative life um over the
0: over the last decade.
2: And can I just, I, I...
0: Oh sorry. Yeah, go for it. No, Go ahead, Chris. Danielle, are you okay for another five minutes? Is that okay? A little five Absolutely. minutes Absolutely. I was gonna say Rogers, I I I was in the right place at the right time with the Gulf nighthawks and they liked my camera work had never done it before led me to Rogers. They gave this 47 and a half year old man with no broadcasting experience, uh, half a basketball game, a chance. And then, uh, Rogers basically led to the creation of my podcast show, and I absolutely love doing camera work and now learning audio. And uh, I think it's been it's been a huge help. And without Rogers, I wouldn't have gotten my job with the University of Gulf Griffins Griff Vision uh, and also I wouldn't have met people like Jeff Ketty and and Andy and yourself as well. And uh, I've had so many people in the industry, the many mini- media industry in in Canada and the US be so supportive and. Uh, Without Rogers, I like I said, a lot of things I would not have happened and they gave me an opportunity as well
2: yes, yeah. yeah, and we all get to be here connected because of that opportunity with with one one company it's amazing like such a small world
1: it, it, it is a small world yeah and and it's it's and I'm just going back to the theme of this podcast it's small talk and so and I'm sure we each have our own little Rogers story well Danielle shared hers about and and i'd love to even get some background as to how you even knew to make a pitch to rogers for me it was small talk at a volunteer fair at conestoga mall and i stopped out of the booth and someone chatted with me and i thought okay yeah i, th- I think i can do this so the small talk and and you know you once you talk then ideas pop out and um enthusiasm comes out and you make the connections and you and you do
0: follow up on that action hopefully hopefully you follow up on that action yeah, and then, yeah. and Andy, I give you credit because you came up with the idea uh, when you said small talk uh, when we were talking online. And I said, you know what, why don't we use that as our podcast name? It's uh, unique and it's creative and it's kind of what we're doing here right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Danielle, I want to I, I, I mean, we there's so much more we can dive into, but our time is limited today. I wish we could talk for for hours, but the time is the time. And um, yeah, I—I—I I, I am really interested. I want to know about the services that you're providing and how can we find you? Absolutely. So you can find
2: me on my website is DanielleJaworski.com. The services I provide—it's really everything that I do is focused on the values that I have, which is conversation, connection um uh collaboration and community so i'm all about providing spaces where women feel safe to practice becoming more visible that is through coaching so i do one-on-one in group coaching i also lead live conversations just like this one i stream as well and it's really just to help provide that platform and a place for women entrepreneurs to practice becoming more visible. So, coaching conversations, and I have an online course as well, which you can learn more about from my website.
1: And you run all the platforms: eh? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, others. YouTube, LinkedIn, and LinkedIn, Instagram,
2: yeah. Twitter, yeah. LinkedIn is really where I like to play the most but I am all on okay. those
1: other ones as well I'm I I think I got your LinkedIn invite today so I'll make sure yeah. I follow I'll follow up on that and I, I do want to stay <laughs> touch. You. I love what you're seeing and it, it so much of it resonates with me um yeah what a what a pleasure uh, seeing you again and and, and getting to know yeah. you better oh it was such fun Can I can I do one thing, one last thing before we go? Are are you ready to wrap up? Because I have one thing I want to do before we wrap up. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm good. So when I do an improv class, because I do that on the side, because you know it's fun. It's crazy. I want to do it. Yeah. We always leave with one word. So what's what? I'll start with Danielle. Ah. What's your one word for today that you got out of today's podcast? Oh my gosh!
2: I'll allow it. Fun. Fun. Okay.
1: Fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris, what about you? A word or a phrase from today that's, that you'll take away with you?
0: Just passion. I just really enjoy just, I guess, the word passion. Nice. And my word is team of believers, Danielle. That is
1: just ah! still sticking with me. Yeah, I'm going an to adopt it and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to nurture it and take care of my team of believers. I love it. Yeah. So I that, love uh, it. yeah, Chris, I'll let you, I'll, I'll pass it back to Chris for the big wrap up.
0: He knows what, how, how, how it's done. Okay. I was going to say, Danielle, thank you for coming on. And I was just looking and you came on my uh, other show on May 5th, 2022. It just shows you how fast. Time goes. And I just look at the time here. We've been on for 35 minutes. I apologize. We kept you five minutes later. But when you're having fun and you're having a passion for something, you don't even look at your watch. It just flies by. It's like doing camera work with the University of Guelph and Rogers TV. When you're doing something, anything you're doing uh, that you have a passion for, time just goes by so quick. Agree. Fully agree. Well,
2: thank you so much for this opportunity, Chris okay. and Andy. And again, celebrating you and your first episode of this new show. First mm-hmm. of many more to come.
0: Thank Absolutely. you. so. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. And we'll talk to you soon. And uh, just give me about 15 minutes and I'll have this uh, first episode downloaded to all my audio platforms. And we'll definitely share you the links as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Danielle. Good night. Thank you. Good night. And uh, also before we wrap things up and Andy, I just want to let our audience know that I want to say thank you to everybody for watching this live on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on my YouTube channel, on Twitch. At Chris Pome19 on Twitch and also on Twitter as well. And I want to give you a plug as well. Uh if you want to go ahead, I put it on the ticker there free as well. If somebody wants to follow you and Andy on social media.
1: Yes, Trini A C W T R I N I Trini, like Trinidad. And then A C W, it's just my just my initials. So please, I'd love to connect with you and you can see what I'm up to, and I can see what
0: you're up to as well and also hopefully and maybe in the next week or so uh we'll have a, a gmail address uh for this show as well if you have comments or questions or what you'd like to see on future editions of the small paw po- small talk podcast why do you here. keep
1: saying small pox are you trying to start another pandemic chris no no, no, it's no, small no. talk not small pox okay okay
0: <laughs> definitely i will get that right and uh, i'm gonna I'm going to do this too. I I took it from you. A teaser for next month's February episode, February 25th. Uh, time hasn't been determined yet. Black history months will be wrapping up. So we're going to be pumped to have a great, uh, I think I guess I guess the Caribbean of uh, heritage uh, to small talk with us as well. And uh, thank you again for watching us and, and we'll see you soon. And, uh, and Andy, thank you for being my co-host. And I think the more we do this, I think we'll get into more of a rhythm, and things will go a little bit smoother. I, thought I it was think okay. it was a
1: great it was a great first episode. And thank you for being my co-host,
0: Chris. Well, see definitely. You, we'll
1: see you next time. Yeah.
0: Definitely. So I hope you have a great night and, uh, also, um, yeah, and, uh, be careful cause the weather's going to be, uh, not so nice tonight and, uh, tomorrow as well. But, uh, again, everybody, thank you so much for watching the small talk podcast show here live on Facebook linkedin youtube twitch and twitter and i will have this on my audio platforms in the next few minutes as well such as iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast spotify so again thank you for watching and listening to small talk podcast and uh with with my co-host and andy and myself and again thank you to daniel jaworski uh for coming on season one episode one today as well i hope everyone has a great night and has a great rest of the weekend and gets ready to some shoveling snow uh tonight and tomorrow as well here in southern ontario (laughs) well you have fun shoveling chris and we'll see you we'll see you guys later
1: (laughs) thank you so much and we'll talk to you soon talk to you soon bye bye (laughs) We'll be right back.
0: <laughs> back.